Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. Christina and I are so excited. We have a really great guest today, and we'll introduce her. Christina will introduce her in just a minute. Um, But first, I want to bring up what our topic is today. Today, we're talking about being present and how important it is to be present to help nurture our relationships. And so um, the first time I really understood what being present was, I kind of was oblivious to this. I just lived my life, doing my things, my checklist, um, you know, just busy, always thinking of the next thing. And particularly, this was about... mm -hmm, probably four years ago. And we had five apartments that I was managing like five fourplexes. And um, one of them was going through an apartment remodel. And so I was over there every day, directing what needed to happen, talking to them about, you know, the flooring and this and that and the samples and just all of the things that you get to do when you're doing a remodel. And um, so I was on my phone constantly, Um, running to the next thing to Lowe's or to Home Depot or whatever it was. And I just was always like, okay, what's my next thing that I have to do? And that's how I guided my day was okay. And uh, and maybe one of our tenants would call and say, hey, my disposal's out. So it was like, okay, now that's top, top priority. So now I'm running for that. So just whatever was going on around me was what I was reacting to and was how I decided what I was going to do with my day. And so I remember during this time being on my phone a ton, like I said, and, um, and often my kids would come to me and say, you know, mom, this or that. And I'd be like, just a minute, just a minute. Cause I was finishing a text or I was on the phone or I was, you know, on the computer ordering something or, just whatever was going on. (laughs) And I just, that was kind of my theme during that time was just a minute. And the kids, I remember we were driving down to my grandma's funeral and in the car, they started talking about how I was always on my phone. And I wanted to be like, no, I'm not. I'm not always on my phone, you know? And I was kind of defending myself, but I was listening to my kids as they were saying, yeah, you always are on your phone and you always say just a minute. And, and I was like, I could not believe that that person was me that they were talking about. And I think sometimes we have this idealistic view of ourselves and we have to kind of get real with ourselves about what's going on in our lives, um, which I think is super important. But I also went to a training really soon after that. And as I was in this training, I remember just sitting there with tears down my face at this event um, for self-development and just bawling because this was the first time I had sat down for multiple hours and just thought about me and my life and what was going on. And I, I was just bawling. And I talked to this, one of the speakers afterwards and she, I just told her how much this training had meant to me. And she said to me, Oh, you were, you were able to be present 
And all of a sudden, like the pieces all came together for me about being present. And I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I haven't been present for my kids. I was always on the next step for the project over at the apartments, or I was always on the next phone call and I wasn't right where I was. I wasn't, if I was sitting next to my kids, it didn't matter because I wasn't really there anyway. And so anyway, this, that was my first realization of what being present really meant. And so this is a, an awesome topic that I'm super passionate about. I know Christine is passionate about, and our guest today is passionate about, and just how much that being present can help us in our relationships with our family, with spouses, with children, with extended family. Like when we're there, are we really there? Um, so Christina, if you can introduce um, our yep. guest next. So before we talk more about being present, I'd like to introduce Yetzi. And Yetzi is actually one of my good friends. Um, she lives in Colorado Springs. We met in Pueblo. We used to go mountain biking together. She is a really fun, um, really nice girl. She knows everyone. Like anywhere she goes, she becomes friends with everyone. She's so friendly. She's so beautiful inside and out. And Yetzi is a master life coach. Um, she helps those that are feeling stuck, disconnected, disorganized, or lost. Um, she is a wife and she has three children. And I love that she says that her three children are her biggest teachers. And one exciting thing that I'm excited to announce is Yetzi's actually going to be starting a podcast and it will be launched on November 13th. The day that this is launched, um, we're recording a few days before this, but um, so we're excited. Um, so after you listen to this podcast, go and listen to her podcast. It's going to be called Tap Into That. And we'll leave the links to her podcast um, in our episode notes as well. So Yetzi, take it away. We'd love to hear more about being present from you. Yeah. Oh, welcome. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I really want to say, um, I feel so lucky to be in this space with these two amazing women that are very um, awakened and very conscious of how they're taking actions in their lives. And I mean, and their sisters. I mean, your mom is probably super <laughs> proud of you. Um, so, yeah, um, present. I mean, how can I explain it? I guess some people have never uh, know how to tap into being present. They might know don't know what we mean when we say being present and um so why don't we start just from there you know like I mean one of the easiest ways to 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 see how it feels to be present is by breathing you know like a breathing technique you know like if you take all all the breath in and all the way out and you don't let any thought go into your mind but just how does my body feel at this moment? You know, where is my energy? Do I feel it in my chest? Do I feel it in my stomach? How am I, what can, what am I smelling? You know, what, um, what is around me and just like not let any, any, any thought from, from the past or what we got to do. Um, but just be right here and experience the moment right now. And, um, at the beginning is really hard, you know, because it's so hard as a, as, as a wife, as a mother, as uh, a professional to just disconnect from the role that we had attached but um just to be with ourselves with our like when we, you were little you know what i'm saying when when you see uh when you see a kid you see in the eyes that emptiness and they're just 
looking at you like, what's next? There's nothing for them. There's no like, I have to do homework. I have to shower. I have to eat. I mean, those kids are not even hungry. They're just right there looking at you and like, what are we going to do? And when you start uh, playing a game, they just get so into it. Or if you're telling them a story, they're like, oh, what's next? You know? Yeah. So that's why I said <laughs> kids are biggest teachers because they don't have a, a, an ego yet. And then ego is like the story that we're telling ourselves that we have to do this and we have to do that. And that's what takes us away from being present. Um, we are not aware of, of, of our ego in the first place. And um, so when you see those little kids that are like, I don't know, uh, one to around eight years old, they're super present because the ego hasn't Hasn't been created yet. Yes, <laughs> yeah. they, they haven't. They're not broken yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's out of the They're like, so, so. Yeah, just go to the park and watch one of those kids, you know, um, and see how how present they are. Um, so, where can I start? Um, yeah. So, the, yeah, I want to just add on to that. That is so true um, with kids. They're just so into right now in this moment and the present. They're not thinking even about what's for dinner or what what are we doing tomorrow to entertain us. They just, I love that. They really are so focused on the moment and what's going on right now in front of them. I love that. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. Liz, did you want to say something? Well, I'm just super excited to hear more from you, Yetzi. Can you tell us like... I'm just curious how you got interested in being a life coach and, and um, all of these concepts about being present and those kinds of things. Did you have your own kind of journey of awakening yourself and feeling a need or, you know, feeling lost and then found? I just kind of am curious about your story. Okay. So since I was little, like, that since I remember, I always like to make connections with people. And uh, for some reason, I was an eight-year-old always talking to like a 40-year-old or a 30-something-year-old <laughs> instead of hanging out with with the eight-years-old, you know? And um, I, I could just see how perfect each person was. Like, to me, I couldn't see the mom that it was divorced, that the world will be calling her unsuccessful, a failure in her marriage. To me, I would just see like a strong woman, you know, and I would go, uh, it was funny because I would go to church and see those people. And then I just wanted to know more about him. And because I just could see that the, the beauty on that, on, on that person and every person that was in front of me, it was just like, uh, a bit, a big teacher to me. So, so I always like having connections with people. I always like learning from them. And then, as I grew older, um, there was uh, I became a mom and I had postpartum depression with my last baby. I mean, I was in Florida and I didn't have any family around. We were in grad school in a new state and my husband was on rotations and sometimes he would be gone for a month. And I just had three kids in diapers and and <laughs> it was a uh, challenge. Yeah. It, it was, it was, a it was a, a, a new journey, a new life. And I was able, I was able to, to kind of move past it. And all of a sudden I found myself surrounded with mirrors of myself. I said, I found myself with friends that were now I, I didn't have the postpartum depression anymore, but I found myself seeing and helping friends that had uh, clinical depression. They had anxiety 
that uh, were not happy with their marriage, with their kids. And you could see these people as having them all, you know, like they had the beautiful home, the money, the career, the perfect body. I mean, the vacation homes, and it was still not there. So then I, and peace, right? (laughs) Exactly. They didn't have, they have become the doers, you know, the checkbox, you know, they never got to be present and being, being like, if that makes sense. So there was a point in my life that I just got into, uh, as I'm going through this journey and surrounding myself with mirrors of all these people, um, I start going through really, um, like Rumi say, you know, through the pain, uh, through the wound is where the light enters and through really painful situations, um, which I want to go back to why it's so important to be present, um, the really painful situations is that I detach from different roles. I, uh, my mom was all against my marriage. Like I was too young. I got married when I was 19. So I kind of like detached the role of, we cut a relationship with my mom and detached of the role of being a daughter of uh, having a family because they didn't accept it. Then, um, I had the role to be a professional ballerina, but then I, I had babies and I was in my professional ballerina and more now as a teacher. So I detached from that role and then my religion. So I detached from being part of the other religion. And then, um, so I started detaching from every single role. It was so, so, so painful until there was no role anymore. I wasn't, I, I couldn't figure out. I mean, I started to write a book about it because I'm like, I didn't feel like I was from Mexico, but I didn't feel like I was from the United States. I wasn't even Mexican or American. Like it got to that point that I, I wasn't part of anything. And I felt myself you like lost your identity, right? Completely. Like yeah. I wasn't a mom. I wasn't a daughter. I wasn't anything. And that's when my awakening and my journey started. And just when you find yourself that you're nothing, all of a sudden you're just like, you find your being again and you start, you tap into that present moment because you don't, I'm not attaching to, to roles anymore. So with that say, I want to go back to, to, to why I say it's so important to be present because the reason that I had to go to this suffering, like really like deep sorrow, like uh, feeling like you're dying, you know, like you're like, I can't believe my family and I can wish (laughs) and you, you literally feel like you're dying each moment, but it's because you're not present and there's a story playing in your head. And as one thought, it leads you to another one. And oh my goodness, like the mind is so powerful. Like anything that you can think, you can become, you can create, like it just becomes super, super, super powerful. And um, that's why it's so important to be present because in the present moment is where you can experience and you can um, tap into what your body is telling you. So for example, what I'm saying with that, because um, a lot of people are are like, oh, you have gone very, very deep. Let's bring you back in. Yet, see, I went, I went to the other end. So, if we can start no, simple, that was wonderful to hear your journey. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I tried to put in like a little, like, short story, but um, if we can uh, tap into it, like the body is like the biggest instrument that we that we were given. So through the body, we can experience anything. I mean, 
we retain information we learn through watching to seeing through the smells we create memories you know and it's through our body through the touch we can create love and feel love by a hug by somebody holding your hand um so it's by what we hear like the voices we can create those emotions of like happiness anxiety so it's like the body is like the biggest tool um in on this earth to have like this human experience and learn the lessons that we are here to learn so if you are not if you are not present then the lessons become stronger and stronger because it's like um i mean if you are in physics whatever you want to say it in religious way in a, a quantum physics way um Everything goes back to the same principles that uh, energy cannot be created or destroyed, is only transformed, and we are beings of energies. Because if if we think about it, then when we die, then we're done. I mean, everything that we did, everything that our families, like, so we're just, I believe that on, on the, and it's been proven, you know, like, the scientific, I'm backing up everything with scientific, like, it's proving that we are energy, you know? So, so with that energy, energy theory behind, um, Let's say all of a sudden uh, you are a Walmart, right? Or you're doing your groceries. And all of a sudden you start um, feeling this anxiety. Like you don't know why, but you have like the baby screaming, right? And it's crying. And then you have like the sound of the cashier register going, tick, 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 you know? And then <laughs> the other kid is pulling you. And like, mommy, mommy, watch this. Can I get M&M's? Please, please, please. Yeah. I mean, this is like day-to-day situations. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And then you're watching. And then you're just in the vision, watching, making sure that they're not charging you extra. And then that moment becomes so uncomfortable. And Stressful. What, <laughs> yes. And we don't have the tools because they don't teach us in school how to be a human. They teach us, like, what you should be doing, but they don't teach us how to deal with life, uh, day-to-day life. And um, it's so simple to just go back to your mind and be like, create a story like, this is so annoying. If I just made more money, somebody could just be buying my groceries. I didn't even have to do this. Um, <laughs> why? What am I doing wrong? I'm not good a mom. All of a sudden, whoa, you're, you're gone. You're gone so far. You didn't listen to what your body was telling you. You didn't really tap into that anxiety and let it flow and see the message that was there on that present moment but you ready you were gone you were not here you were on in the past of I shouldn't chose a different career path to have money or next time I should do a list or you you went to the future or to the past but you didn't stay present to learn the big lesson because you are never you are never mad you are never um you 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 are never mad or reacting for the for the reason that you think you are reacting. It's deeper than that. It's layers. So then the universe is like knocking on your door and saying, uh, you're feeling that anxiety, right? And it's like saying, hey, Yessie, um, I, I told you by the way that your heart is feeling that and the anxiety that there was a bigger message and a lesson to learn right here to get you to your purpose, to the, the life that you want to live. But you're not listening, so let me make it bigger. And all of a sudden, next time is not like a little bit chills, but now it's like the the biggest headache, right? And it's not 
now it's, it goes to a bigger headache and, and it's not working. And, and, and again, you may create it a, a bigger story until we get ourselves into a situation when all of a sudden we, we break a leg or we have an accident just to make us stop and understand the lesson because, um, because we need to, to hear it. I mean, the body just tells you the message and it's like saying, okay, what story am I telling myself? Am I feeling anxious at the grocery store because of all these reasons? But what is the reason? What is the story I'm telling myself, you know, and like, what is really happening? And usually um, I think the body's trying to tell you there's a disharmony within yourself. Um, we've talked a little bit about the same thing in, in this, uh, the last couple episodes, we've been talking about body and, and how our body is an instrument to tell us. Um, and so I think that's really important because if you just look at it with the surface, it's like, okay, I got anxious and frustrated at the grocery store. And then you just get mad at external things. But if you really stop and go in, and I like that, that's what you're saying is, okay, let's go in let's see what's going on. What is the message that's coming to me? What is my body trying to convey to me? And there can be a lot deeper patterns and things that are going on, like you said, layers that we need to work through because we've put those layers on as we've gotten older and then we have to kind of work and, and bring those off. So I love that you said that. That's perfect. Yeah, that then you get it. I love it that you get it. <laughs> so um, there's another way to also be present. Um, you can catch yourself being not present. For example, let's say we're having a conversation with a friend or with your spouse or with your children, with your family, anybody, that, the person is in front of you. And um, if you have to find, if you find yourself trying to prove your value, if you find yourself that you are talking more than the other person, that's like, like a hit. Like, why am I talking? Why am I proving? Why, why can I just be present and see the person in front of me? Like, and another way to catch yourself would be like, you're thinking of what is the next thing that you want to say. Um, you are um, already judging. Like, you're like, oh, she shouldn't done that, you know, or the way he did. I, I could have done that. I mean, so there's different deep layers of listening and the profound listening is just like really like if when you start feeling what that person is telling you, you know, like my kids were in the kitchen and they were screaming while I made the food, when I was making the food and nobody say thank you. And if you could feel that like empathy of like, well, that that was probably horrible. Like she was cooking for I don't know how many hours and. And nobody say thank you. And if you can go, that will be the profound listening. And and then you can learn the lesson there that that life has for you. The they're like you make actually a connection with that person in front of you because you can see what she's going through. And also you could learn that that next time that your mom or somebody cooks for you, you could just be more empathic and be like, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. And it makes you appreciate more the the abundance that it's in front of you that that life brings you. So that's another hack to just be present. So asking questions like, okay, and analyzing the situation in kind of a curious way, like, okay, am I talking more? I like that because I've found myself doing that and I've realized, oh, I'm doing that because I have to make up for something sometimes, you know, <laughs> like a lack that I feel inside or something. It's kind of an interesting thing to step back and, and look at. That's cool. So I like that you're saying ask questions. Um, and then you also have some, you were talking about a technique too, to help people be present. Is that, is that also something that you can share with us? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you for uh, for getting me back there. Um, so yeah, like one of the easiest ways to just be present, and I do this a lot with my kids. Um, it's just like first is like the breathe. You know, like three, take three seconds to breathe in, three seconds to breathe out, three seconds. And I do that like three times just to start to start getting into. Then I do like five and then just repeat it three times again because you don't have that much time. I mean, there's always, you know, as a mom, you're on the go. So there's that that already creates like more um, what I call it center. You start becoming center with yourself because there's not an anxiety. Then I start really like. One of the biggest things for me is like smell. So we're starting with the five senses. So so we already did the breathing and then and and sometimes you can get a smell, you know, and, and start creating memories from right that smell. Then we start with the um, to 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 what am I looking in front of me? And not putting labels, but like really, like if it was the first time that I saw my my son or my daughter and really see their face gestures or the person that is in front of me, you know, like what, what are they saying? Why are they eyes saying? And then, and all of a sudden, uh, like the, the room, the surroundings, like don't put labels like, Oh, that's ugly. And, and this doesn't match this color or is too cold, but, but just really like, like get your five senses in there, you know, your, your touch, your smell, what am I hearing? And with the hearing it's, it's very cool because you can say, is this, is she using a loud voice? Is it, is it caught, is, is it nervous? Is it, um, is it loving? Oh, why, why am I saying loving? You know, like you can just be like, what, what is this a tone of voice is telling me, you know, are they, I, what am I reading? Are they excited or not? And, um, and, and yeah, that's, that's the easiest way to bring yourself back in it. And when you are, when you are in it, all of a sudden, um, time time disappears. Like the Newton law, like it's just time disappears. You don't, like a minute can feel like an eternity or you were talking for hours and it can feel like a short time, but it will work on your benefit. So it's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool moment if you can tap into it. I mean, um, I was reading the other day something about the, it's so funny we were talking about present because I was reading about the cross in the catholic church and it talks about like the linear time the cross means the linear time which is like the the linear way like the uh horizontal means like the past and the future and that that's where we all humans tend to be and a lot of people don't know how to tap into the the present and the and the vertical line is us standing in there so that's what the cross means it was a pretty cool cool. i've never heard that yeah, so it's like the being, and if you can tap into that, then use this right there in the middle with where all the possibilities can be created. That's great. I think of a math grid when you were kind of, because she's showing it with her hands. You guys can't see that, but she's showing the up and the down, and it's like there's a definite point for A and B, and it's like that's where we are, and so <laughs> focusing on right where we are and learning to love that spot and find out what's in that, that, that very moment, and I actually... I'm going to add in something a little bit personal um, that goes along with this, but <clears throat> I feel like, <clears throat> sorry, my voice. 
I feel like, um, years ago, I kind of like you was disconnecting from relationships and things like that. And I feel like, um, intimate, um, close moments with my husband, a lot of times I wasn't there physically, or I wasn't there in my mind sometimes, like I wasn't connecting to that moment. And I feel like as I've learned to be more present and to really like take time to kind of clear out all the stuff um, before I spend time with my husband, just one-on-one, it's really cool because I just like, I love just skin to skin contact, just feeling that, or just like, um, just listening to breath or I don't know, there's just so many cool, neat little details that if you aren't present, if you aren't in that A to B moment, like A, B point on your grid, or if you're not like with the cross that you're talking about, that you miss it because you're over here in the past, you're over here in the, in the future, or you're thinking about your kids or all the things you need to do. And so I, I think that helps us be so much more intimate, not just in our, um, like our romantic relationships, but with our kids, like you said, you know, paying attention to their face. What are they saying? What, what does their voice sound like? Um, I think all those things are just, it's almost like little treasures that you would miss if you weren't at that exact moment, if you're not in that moment. I I totally agree with you. And I think one of the reasons why we all have to to learn to be present more than anything is because we were we are not going to be able to evolve and we're going to keep making the same mistakes over and over um but we're just going to change the characters so like we we are going to keep relieving <laughs> same story situation. different people <laughs> they yeah, always relieve- do this to me right <laughs> the yeah, plan that, that was- Exactly. Now, now it's not Christina bothering you like when you guys were little, but now is your daughter, you know, or is your neighbor, but it's, is the same, the same, the same story. And mm. unless you're present, you're not going to become conscious of where did your mind go? Mm-hmm. And what is really going on, right? Mm-hmm. It kind of brings me back to the beginning of your story when you were in Florida and you saw the people that had it all, they had their vacation homes and their amazing sports cars and their beautiful house on the beach, but they still weren't in the present moment. I mean, they were maybe stuck in the future, stuck in the past thinking of how could this be better or things that, you know, had gone on. And I think it's such um, good advice for all of us to take that step back and um, go back on the grid. I like that you brought that up and just be be present and, and look at people's faces and people's expressions, listen to their tone of voice and what really is going on in that moment. And as we do that, we'll be so much happier because we won't be thinking about, oh, well, when I get this, when I get that, when I get to that point in my life, um, I came from just a huge, what do you want to call it? Accomplishment of my husband, you know, becoming a doctor for seven years. It was when my husband becomes a doctor, it's going to be that X, Y, and Z. Now I'm at X, Y, and Z. Am I happy now? Like, you know, like, and it really does come down to living in that present moment. I'm just as happy now as I was then. Like it doesn't change the now it doesn't change the present. And I think that is a huge takeaway from, from today's episode. So thank you. And if you're not present, I think you're robbed. You're robbed of those treasures that are in that moment. So if you look back seven years ago and you were always saying this, this, this in the future, you know, when this happens, you're actually 
essentially robbed of those precious moments in that time. And now that we start to understand it though, we don't go back and judge ourselves in that moment, but now going forward, it's different. It's, it's new. It's a new walking in a new way and understanding in a new way. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. This is good stuff you're sharing today. Thank you so much. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you. Uh, one more thing. I mean, when we become present, I want to give you like the, the the biggest reason, the biggest why I do the present. Um, and it, it's it's like a it's a work in progress. It's like a muscle. You have to just be exercising it every time. It's not going to be like, oh, I tried the five senses today and it didn't work. It's like you have to practice, practice, practice until you become the master. And even when you become the master, you still have to to keep doing it because what you don't use, you lose. But the reason why it's so important to be present is because that moment, like instantly, you become alive. Like what I'm saying, become alive is like you become passionate, you become creative, you become loving. Um, it's like all of a sudden your world has color. That's the best way I can say it. Like all of a sudden, um, the person in front of you you just start feeling love for that person. You start being adventurous. Um, and, and and just your dream life, it starts to appear. And then all of a sudden, you can see possibilities for anything that you want to do. And all of a sudden, you see the abundance and the beauty. Like, you see a watermelon, and you just don't you just don't think of, like, oh, it's going to be so hard to, to cut a watermelon. But you see, like, how pretty the colors are, and how does it taste, and the sound of the cutting the watermelon. Like, it just becomes life becomes so abundant and you see that you can have anything, anything, anything you want. Like it kind of becomes like, you know, when they say you are a daughter and a son of God, you just feel like a God in that moment. You're like, holy moly, like I can do anything. I can just be right. I mean, that's the reason why I put I'm at the podcast of mine. I tap into that. I'm like, I can tap into that love, into that um, happiness, into that creativity, into that passion. Um, so so yeah, that's that's why presence is so important to me. That's terrific. I love the phrase activate your life source. And I feel like being present helps you activate that inner, your inner best self, that inner flow of energy that's powerful, that life force that like motivates us and and helps us to love and to live and to enjoy and to just just to to be, to really just be and to experience what's going on 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 the planet while we're here and all the good parts, all the abundance. And yes, we're going to have those other things come up, but then it gives that richness when you experience the really pleasant things because you've already experienced the not so fun and the anxiety and the disconnect from family and all those things. But now it's like, okay, I'm connecting. What does connecting bring? That's terrific. Thank you yeah. for what you shared today. All oh, right. Thank you. Yeah, before yeah, we some... let Yetzi um, share her oops moment, we'd like to let her share her offer. She's got a really cool offer for our oh, listeners. Yeah. So Yetzi, do you want to talk about the um, offer that you're giving them? Oh, yeah. So I want to, uh, I want all of our listen listeners to enter for a drawing. So just um, send me an email with your email address uh, to get two free life coach sessions with me I mean if you feel like you um, you are lost you and your purpose you don't know how to connect you seem unavailable uh, to reach your goals just 
just enter for this drawing. You can, I mean, I promise your life is going to change. And then the other one is that if you go to our website within the next 24 hours after this podcast is released, um, you can get two sessions for free. So you sign up for one and you get two free. And um, yeah, so I'm excited to have to have you guys. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's and, her, awesome and the job. email address, I'm just going to say it on here, is yetsycoaching at gmail.com. And we'll also put that in the notes for the episode. Um, so you can go and enter that. And um, definitely subscribe to Yetzi's podcast as well. We're excited to um, for the release of that. It's called Tap Into That. And now, Yetzi, if you could share your oops moment with us, we would absolutely love to hear that. Okay, so um, everybody knows Modern Family. And there's Gloria, which is from Colombia. And she's... Uh, very curvy, big boobs, and really loud, and you know, like your typical, like really cute, sexy, funny um, Colombian. And she's um, she's very loud, and um, <laughs> like really loud. I don't know if I'm sounding in this podcast loud, but that's just um, how I am. So, so my husband, he was trying to be really nice because there's an episode where the husband talks to her. He's like, Gloria, you're just so loud. Like everywhere you go, like. It, your voice. I mean, we go to the restaurant and I feel embarrassed and, you know, and I was like, I was just listening to, to the episode and my husband said, yeah, that that's you. And I got so upset. And I was like, how dare you, you say it, blah, blah, blah. you know, like I start singing in English. <laughs> like if I was in Spanish and I'm raising my voice and all of a sudden I stopped and I was like, oh my gosh, I am Gloria. Like <laughs> I am loud and I am that kind of person that we go to a fancy restaurant I'm gonna be like super loud because because that's just how I was brought up and um and if I wasn't present at that moment when he said that I wasn't I, I would have never been able to acknowledge but that's me and then I had the option to accept it or not and I accept it and I embrace it now but I could have felt ashamed so it was a big present moment for me and I know who I am and where I came from so yeah, that was my oops moment. Great. Yeah, because yeah, you could have either gotten offended or been like, yeah, Gloria is awesome. I am like her. <laughs> she is. She's definitely my favorite character in Modern Family. So great. Well, thank you so much, Yetzi, for coming on today. We really enjoyed talking to you about um, being present. And um, I know that everyone can work on that. I think I think it's an ongoing thing that you're always working on. And you had a lot of good tips. Um in there as well to help us to help us be more present in our life yeah oh, thank so you much. it was terrific to hear from you and get to know you more appreciate your passion and your mission yeah and good oh, luck with your you. podcast we're excited to hear that yeah thank you great. guys i love you this was so much fun <laughs> are you feeling stuck in an area of life relationships money organization health or happiness we want to help you get the results you have always wanted and the happiness you are worthy of. And so Christina and Liz have started a movement to support you in making positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a month-long support group with all of this and more. In Arise Now, you will learn to make vision boards work for you. You will have the support to set and accomplish a 30-day goal. 
daily accountability and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. You will receive five weekly live trainings, including learning to use valuable tools and techniques to help you start shifting your mindset from surviving to thriving. We want to help you arise now. We believe in you. We know that you have what it takes to make your dreams a reality. And now you have the support to do it. Join us for our next Arise Now movement. Click on the link in the show notes to claim your spot to Arise Now. Or go to our website and enter your email for more details at ariseandthrivelife.com.